Hey everybody and welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community run by Warren Jeffs. It is a polygamous group that I moved out of when I was 18 years old. Yes, and today we wanted to answer some questions that we actually got on a recent video that was about some of the similarities between patriarchal blessings or priesthood blessings really in general yeah. um, between the FLDS and the LDS. And I guess the first thing that we probably need to do before even diving into a subject like this is for those of you who are not familiar with priesthood or priesthood blessings yeah. to begin that's, with. So That's what I was going to say. Is let's, <laughs> let's explain what priesthood means. Yes. And so. priesthood between the two, between FLDS and LDS, um, the priesthood is the same. So why don't you give a quick definition of what is the priesthood? Yeah. So when someone refers to the priesthood, they're referring to power of God given to man on earth. So that's, I guess, the simplest way I could explain that. Yeah. But basically, it's uh, they believe that God has given certain men power to act in his name and to do things on this earth in his name and under his direction. Also believing that while acting with this authority and this uh, power, this priesthood power, that they will receive direct revelation from God that will help them in their decisions and giving these blessings and that type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. both religions, both the FLDS and the LDS, mm -hmm. believe that that priesthood, um, the power of God had been um, completely taken off the Correct. earth Correct. Yeah. Um, after Christ and his apostles died, mm -hmm. and that that was restored through Joseph Smith receiving... Um, priesthood yep. straight from angels, yep. apostles who um, from Christ's time. So yep. just also saying that both of us, both of us have the same origins in our priesthood because sometimes people are like, oh, who gives authority or <laughs> who gives that kind of power? Like who decides who gets that? Mm -hmm. um, the FLDS and LDS both believe that that power was restored directly to Joseph Smith. Yep. And then from there, he was able to pass it down, basically. And mm -hmm. if I understand right, which this is a total random squirrel fact here, but... <laughs> Um, every person who receives the priesthood can actually trace like the lineage of their priesthood that they received it from all the way back to Joseph Smith. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because they just keep track of who passes it on to who and all of that. And then, of course, they say Joseph Smith received it directly from Christ's apostles, which who received it from Jesus Christ, and then all the way back to Adam. Right. So, so yes, they they say they can trace it all the way back to the very very beginning. Okay. Very cool. Anyway, yep. that's just like a little random, probably way too much information for going into this topic, but interesting no. little facts. Um, but, but it's important to know. unique. Yes, but it's important to know what priesthood means when referring to these priesthood blessings. Yeah. In both the FLDS and the LDS churches. Yeah, and so there are many different types of blessings that are particularly given to the priesthood or given by priesthood holders. Mm -hmm. But the one specifically that we had a question about and we kind of wanted to address a little bit in this video was patriarchal blessings. Mm -hmm. So a patriarchal blessing, why don't, you want, why don't you go into what a patriarchal blessing is? Again, we're yes. doing lots of defining here, uh -huh. but then we'll get to so the I'll, we'll see. I guess <laughs> it's uh, similar, well, it's similar and different, but similar, I would say, in both the FLDS and the LDS churches uh, as far as what a patriarchal blessing means. Hmm. And for, for me, personally, I had a pretty close, I guess, experience with that because, well, First off, in the FLDS church, I never actually received the patriarchal blessing in the FLDS church. Oh. I never reached the age where that was normally given. 
okay. out there. So what is the normal age Well, <laughs> in the FLDS? Right. So uh, as far as I remember, it, it was 18 years old. Okay. Um, but I, I moved out of the LDS church, FLDS church, sorry, when I, the same month I turned 18. Within, within just a few days after I turned 18, I, I moved out. So Yeah, and a patriarchal blessing, um, to just kind of define that as well, mm -hmm. is a time when you go and you receive revelation from a specific priesthood holder called a patriarch. Yep. And they are given special priesthood power and special keys to be able to give blessings that um, give you an insight into your into kind your life, a, into a, your a future. Direction, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of help you know that hey, if you stay faithful and if you do what uh, God wants you to do, this is kind of what your life will look like for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And in the LDS, it's more of a, there's not a specific age. I think you have to be at least 12 for some reason is hitting my mind. Because okay. I don't know if I knew anybody who is like younger than that. Typically, um, but you had to be prepared and you had to have special interviews to be able to um, receive it mm. and a special recommend and by your bishop. And so it was something that you were told... You know, it's a very special privilege to be able mm -hmm. to go and to have that blessing and to kind of know the promises. I guess it's a better way to say it is like the promises that God is plan the blessings that God is planning on giving you if you keep your covenants with him. Right. right? And so you want to be prepared and be at a point in your life as a teenager that you feel ready to hear those promises that you could get or the blessings that you could receive. And so I did it kind of younger. I how was, how I was you? fourteen. Okay. When I got mine, but I feel like it was more typical for people, for uh, teenagers to get it between 16 and 18, I want to say, hmm. was a lot more typical. Um, I worked really hard to be prepared and to be able to do it a little bit early, but they don't have a specific age like the FLDS. Right. Well, and honestly, because I never got a blessing, so my, uh, my father actually was a patriarch in the FLDS church, so... <laughs> So I remember people coming to our house and going into one of the closed off rooms and receiving their, their patriarchal blessings, which my father being a patriarch in the FLDS church would give those blessings. So, but because I never received a patriarchal blessing in the FLDS church, I don't know for sure if it was all about an age thing or if it was more of a, okay, we feel that this person is now worthy. Because okay. a lot of the stuff in the FLDS church was they claimed that, you know, even marriage, like, okay, we received revelation and now you are ready and worthy to be married. So it wouldn't surprise me if the patriarchal blessing was something similar where they would say, okay, we feel so-and-so is now officially worthy and uh, that he can go or she can go and receive her patriarchal or his patriarchal blessing. That was going to be a question that I asked as well. Mm -hmm. So did men and women both receive patriarchal blessings in the FLDS or was it just men? Ooh, no, it was both. Okay. It was both. It was both in the LDS as mm -hmm. well. It wasn't a gender thing. It was yeah. just an opportunity. Yeah. So they uh, both, I believe everyone could, but uh, just not something that I personally had an uh, experience with in the FLDS church. So. Gotcha. And then another question that goes along with that was um, whether or not you got one in the FLDS. And mm -hmm. then did you get one when she became baptized as a member of the LDS church? Mm -hmm. And what was that experience like? Yes, I did. And it was uh, something that I got pretty quickly after I was baptized because mm -hmm. 
It's something that I believe you were taught this as well, but in the LDS church, it's something that is very highly recommended that everyone gets it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so before I served a mission to Chile, it was something that was highly recommended and something that I wanted to get because it seemed like it was a really amazing thing. And and, uh, honestly, it was a great experience. So it wasn't, it didn't seem too. I guess out there for me because I grew up around it, you know, in the FLDS and knowing that my father was always giving these priesthood blessings and patriarchal blessings. It was something that just seemed very natural to me that, okay, great. Um, someone that has been called a patriarch is going to give me this, this blessing that will help me determine what I want for my life and all of that. So it, it seemed like it was very natural and kind of the next step for me. And so it was something I was happy to go and get. Was it hard for you to accept like, being in one religion and your father holding the priesthood keys to be a patriarch in one religion and then switching and saying, I no longer believe that my father has those keys, but that this man who's giving me the blessing has those keys. Was that like, was it hard? Was it something that your mind battled with or? Definitely was, you know, I mean, especially because when I moved out of the, or left the FLDS religion, it wasn't because I thought that it was a false religion or, Mm -hmm. you know, false leaders. It was because I wanted a different lifestyle for myself. And so, well, I I just wanted to see what else was out there, you know? I mean, we were so secluded and and set aside from everything that uh, I just kind of wanted to see what was, what this whole big world was all about. So, but it was definitely a challenge for me to switch from that. I remember also switching from believing that Warren Jeffs was a prophet to the current prophet of the LDS church. So that was something that was really difficult. Like, man, I grew up my entire life saying that I believe that Warren Jeffs and Ruth and Jeffs were prophets of God. And now I'm, you know, very, very quickly switching that to say, okay, I believe this other person is a direct prophet of God. And so... It's kind of hand in hand with the priesthood, you know, get the blessings and all of that. It was a little bit of a, um, it took some getting used to, but it was something that, that with time and teaching and, and prayer and all that, I felt that it was the right thing for me. The right thing to do. Yeah. So Very cool. And I know a lot of you are probably wondering, like, what did your blessings say <laughs> or what, what is in it? And we yeah. can give some generic things, but um, one thing when you're given it is that it's supposed to be something that's super personal mm-hmm. um, that you're told not to really share a lot of and something that um, it was always kind of told that, you know, when you met your spouse, like it was something that you could share with your spouse mm-hmm. and something that you guys could share with one another. And I remember when we got engaged, I don't know if we were even married quite yet, mm-hmm. but it was like a special moment for us where we each got our, our, um, yeah, our blessings mm-hmm. out because they do um, record it so that they can transcribe it for you. And then you are sent it. So it's like written out on a piece of paper for you to go back and continue. It's not just like you have to remember what prayer was being said over your head. <laughs> um, you have a chance, so it's something that you would commonly read often to um, to remember mm-hmm. the things that you were promised, basically. So I like that you pointed out that it was a prayer. I don't know if we explained oh, yeah. that or not, but a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably explain that too. So a blessing is basically, in, in this case, the patriarch is giving a patriarchal blessing. But what it is, is it's a, it's basically the easiest way to explain it is a prayer. Mm-hmm. Basically saying a prayer uh, with hands on, on your head uh, and saying a prayer that this is 
you know, this is a, a special prayer, a special prayer for you, God's will for you, and we call that a blessing. Yeah, and in I'd say like you get other blessings and stuff um, mm-hmm. commonly in the LDS Church, and same I'm sure it's in the FLDS yep. as well. You know, healing blessings or Father's blessings or different times where. Um, your father or other priesthood holders, you know, will lay their hands on your head and give you a blessing. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the patriarchal blessing is probably one of the more um, specific that you feel like God is directly supposed to be speaking through this patriarch to you. To you, yeah. You know, other times it's it's not necessarily. I mean, they're all within the priesthood, so. It, it's supposed to be direct power from mm-hmm. God. But I would say that the patriarchal blessing is something that within the church is spoken more on like even a higher level of, you know, this is God's direct word to you through the patriarch. That's why it takes the extra keys and mm-hmm. the priesthood on top of that to be able to um, to receive it. So yeah. getting one of those blessings, you know, it's... We're told is going to be like the closest, basically closest access you have to like what God wants for you mm-hmm. in the future. Oh, and it's something that the people take very personally and very seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I personally heard of people, not in the FLDS church. I don't remember too much about that. But in the LDS church, I remember hearing people say things like, uh, oh, I was uh, afraid for my life in such and such situation but then i remember back on my patriarchal blessing and some of those things weren't fulfilled so i knew i was going to be okay you know yeah. so they would take it very seriously very definitely. seriously so. and we definitely did and like i said that was something that like brought us closer as an lds couple before getting married mm-hmm. was taking the opportunity to kind of share with each other what we had been promised and to yeah. kind of connect the dots um, we won't go into specifics about what our say, but just in general, both of ours had, you know, information about finding love and being sealed in the temple and children Having in our children. future mm-hmm. and, um, you know, different things like that, like children, future, and might even talked about grandchildren mm-hmm. and things, things like that. And so, uh, it just gives like a... I don't know. At least for me, it was a general yeah. guideline of life. And it wasn't so much like crystal ball, like when you turn uh, when you turn 18 <laughs> years old, <laughs> there will be a certain, I don't know. It wasn't that specific. It was more broad scheme. You know, this is kind of what your overall life could look like. Yeah, exactly. So, so. hopefully that answer some questions. I'm sure that's going to leave a lot more questions. So if you have more questions, which again, I'm sure we will get because it's such a common thing to us that it's not something, even until we started this, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things to try to explain so that um, we're not losing you here. But leave the comments and we will try to answer those or maybe even do a follow-up video and be a little more specific. Yeah, there's a lot of information (laughs) here and it's something that us growing up in it you know it's just it's so easy to just make sense of everything so thank you all so much for your comments and questions we, we really do appreciate all of those and uh, we'd be happy to enter those in future videos and comments absolutely so thank you all and we'll talk to y'all soon we'll talk to you soon